Welcome to Gulf Life Now, where you can learn about all things real estate and life on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Your host is Bill Anderson, who includes his considerable knowledge and personal experiences about relocating to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Whether you're buying, selling, or just interested in living on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, this podcast is for you. Thanks again for coming to Gulf Life Now. We're going to talk today a little bit about temptation. Yes, this is the time of the year when mortgage companies start their campaign to convince you that the best thing you can do just before Christmas is to refinance your house with the existing mortgage company uh, with very little cost, almost nothing in some cases, and they can give you of valuable equity. Now, I happen to have a mortgage rate in the 2 plus percent range because I refinanced and I had caused many of my friends to refinance right at the rock bottom lowest point during the mortgage uh, years when things were pretty nice. So I have that mortgage and I will be bombarded forever by my mortgage company to convince me that it's in my interest to get this great cash out. The problem is that my interest rate would go from where it is now all the way up to some stratospheric number that is uh, close to double digits these days. I'm probably sure that they would give me a break. Maybe they'll give me seven and a half percent for example so my mortgage payment would go up a tremendous amount let me just give you an example of a house that sold for let's say three hundred thousand dollars five years ago well I realize you're listening to this and it's hard probably to imagine the numbers if you saw them in writing you might understand them a little bit better but let me just go through this slowly the selling price was 300000 and you put 20% down, so you ended up financing $240,000. Now, after five years, you've paid almost nothing in equity. In fact, that came out to about $2,069. So basically, now you owe 238000 roughly 2000 less than you started with. You had a 3% interest rate at the time, so your payment is just a little over $1,000, $1,011.85, okay? And uh, you're going along and you see this ad from the uh, mortgage company that says, okay, we can give you $30,000, for example. Uh, All you have to do is just apply and we're going to cut out all of these costs and things like that, right? Well, um, I'm just reading on the back of the sheet that uh, I'm looking at, and the rate they're going to give me is a whopping 7.825%, which, as an example of what they were using here, um, it could even be higher than that. It could be 8%. But what I did is I said, well, let's just say that this is a 7% loan that they're offering me. So how would that compare with the roughly a thousand dollar payment that I'm making now 
let's just take a look at how much the payment would be with a simple refinance without taking any money out. If I went from a 3% mortgage to a 7% mortgage, my payment would go up by over $500 a month. It would go up roughly about $570 a month. That's just refinancing from a 3% mortgage to a 7% mortgage. So let's go through some numbers to show you what the payment would be on your property if you took a new mortgage. Let them refinance, if you will. So let's make that assumption. Go back to $300,000 you paid for the house and assume that in five years it's gone up $20,000. Just 20. It may have gone up more than that, but let's, we'll use 20. So you have about $2,000 of equity that you've earned in this. So in theory, you could borrow about $22,000 and you would still retain the same percentage of equity which is required by the bank in order to uh, tr make the transaction happen. In other words, when you first bought it, you put 20% down. So they're going to want 20% in the property. Uh, so they're going to loan you. And, and by the way, it's possible that they could give you more back because you have been paying on time, that kind of thing. So maybe they'll go as low as a 10% equity. But let's just use the 20% and say that you're going to retain 20% equity in your house and they're going to loan you $22,000. Remember, your payment was $1,011.85 every month just principal and interest on that 3% mortgage that you were paying on $240,000 originally. So let's just adjust that now and say that you're going to be paying on a mortgage that is now going to be $262,000. You are basically taking that $20,000 of new equity in the house and the $2,000 that you have paid down. So that would be the maximum that they could give you in this scenario. Okay, they're all different. Your monthly payment would go from $1,011.85 per month to $1,700. $43 per month. A $732 per month increase in your monthly payment. Just in case you're interested in what percentage that is of an increase, I'll tell you. That's eh, only 72% uh, increase in the amount that you're paying every month. Now, maybe you can afford that. Okay, but that's a lot of money to borrow that $22,000. If you need $22,000, the best thing you could do, particularly since you want to pay it off in a shorter period of time, is to take it from one of those lines of credit that you can get from your bank that will provide you with a little bit higher interest rate than the 7% that I'm talking about here. But nevertheless, you'll be paying it off in a shorter period of time. So the total dollars of interest that you'll pay will be less. You won't be messing up that mortgage. So you might have a $300 a month payment on that line of credit or even $400 a month on that line of credit, but it's not going to be an additional $700 unless you choose to pay it off early. Maybe it's a three-year line uh, or a four-year line of credit. But even credit cards are charged as much as 20%. You will not pay 
the a larger amount over a longer period of time if you uh, take that money out even at 20 percent pay it off after a couple of years or so you're still going to pay less than you would if you changed your mortgage now this may sound like a no-brainer to people but i'm telling you the temptation may grow over time because your mortgage company will be relentless trying to contact you on a regular basis it may be as much as once a week on paper in other words it'll come through the mail and they're also going to start making phone calls to you they're going to make lots of offers to keep your payment down such as a reduced payment for the first one or two years then your payment goes up well you know what there's nothing that's free that interest payment that you're not fully paying is going to be added in someplace it'll be added on the on the value of the house for example maybe one thing that they do but there are all kinds of ways to move that around you're still gonna pay so don't touch that's my advice do not touch your first mortgage when you're paying say under four percent it's a huge difference to go up higher than that now uh, find other ways find a second mortgage on your house for example or a, a line of credit as I already have mentioned uh, you can get something that is based with a maximum for example that it can never go over let's say nine percent uh, for example and it will go up or down based on the prime rate plus whatever their margin is on top of it uh, so this is the last place you want to go to borrow money unless it's some type of a critical thing but keep in mind that these loans don't happen overnight they take time to occur uh, you're not going to get the money right away it may take up to 30 days or longer for you to get the money so if you think this is an instant way for you to get this cash it is not but other ways are much faster than this a line of credit may be very fast if you already have a credit union for example you may be able to borrow some money from them I know American Express sends me offers all the time for very low rates somewhere in the uh, 6% range for a line of credit and some of those lines can be very large so there are lots of other ways than touching that first mortgage on your house if you find that you need to sell your house and you're going to buy another one uh, you might want to consider the possibility of retaining the house that you have and renting it if you can get past the uh, credit check and everything to have two mortgages at one time because that low mortgage rate on that house means that you might be able to earn a pretty good income from a longer term rental on that property and then you'll be able to build some value over time because equity will start to build up and you'll earn some income because of that low interest rate that is such a key thing that low interest rate and just do not touch that money now if you want to get into a lot of investment strategy and you want to buy more properties down the road there are ways to leverage and that type of thing but you don't want to leverage out of a three percent mortgage or four percent mortgage into an eight percent or 7.69 as a matter of fact i was just reading the back of this notice i received from penny mac which is a mortgage servicing company for lots of mortgages and they're saying on here that the uh, rate is uh, 7.5 percent or 7.826 apr 
which is higher than I even used to calculate here because rates right now, as I'm speaking to you, are somewhere in the 8% range for most uh, 30-year fixed mortgages. Um, but as long as I had mentioned that difference, 7.5% versus 7.826% APR, and what that tells me right up front is that there are some costs that they're going to charge you to do this refi. Now, most refis do have costs, but when you refi with the same mortgage company, often they'll offer you the opportunity to do this for a low cost or no cost because they want to keep that mortgage and they want to recast this with a higher interest rate. In this particular case, what they're doing is they're saying that we're going to give you that rate of 7.5%, but the actual APR is 7.826%. You know what the difference is? Those are fees that they're going to tack on. And the way they're going to get away with this for some people is they're going to take those fees and add them to the loan, which means that you're going to pay off more money over time. That way they can say, you don't have to have any upfront fees at all. We're just going to do this whole thing and we're going to write you a check. The problem is there is a big difference there between the actual interest rate and the APR, and all those costs are going to be added on as well. Uh, that may not make a lot of sense to you. It certainly does not to me. So I'm just talking to those of you that are casually considering refinancing your house. Uh, there are people with circumstances that I don't even know about here, and they maybe in, are in dire shape and are thinking about they have to have some cash right away uh, and they may need to actually do this. So uh, it's not my decision to make. I'm just suggesting to you that you explore other options and there are many other options you can explore, including, as I mentioned, a second mortgage that you can get without disturbing the first mortgage and the interest rates for second mortgages may be a little bit higher. Uh, usually they're on a variable rate and if we do expect mortgage rates to go down, as everybody seems to do, then that variable rate will actually reduce over time. Normally, I wouldn't suggest people take variable rate interest uh, loans, but we are sitting at a number around 8-ish percent is that doesn't seem to be going much higher. Uh, it seems to have found a, a niche right there. And if the Fed stops raising their interest rates, and the market starts to improve, then we should see a reduction in mortgage interest rates. Uh, that'll probably come down somewhere and settle in at the high 5% range. So if you did have one of those variable interest uh, second mortgages, you might find that the, that the payment you start with will be reduced over time. Also, there are caps on the, on the high end and caps on the low end. I remember years ago, my father had a loan. He bought a house on a variable interest rate that was 18%. Now, believe it or not, 18%. People were still buying houses back then. Uh, so he bought on a variable rate, and, you know, the rates started coming down almost immediately after he signed the papers. He kept that mortgage for about 15 years, and it dropped all the way down until it hit the bottom of the rate scale every single year. Uh, they were trying to get him to uh, get out of that loan because 
he was finally getting into some numbers over the years that were lower than the current interest rates were. I think he got down to somewhere around 4%. That was the bottom number. And interest rates had settled in at around, right around 6.5%, which, which is the historic um, uh, median number, if you will, uh, over uh, decades. And that's why we think that's probably where it's going to go. Anyway, life goes on, and uh, you can usually manage, but it means cutting back someplace else. But do not borrow this money without giving some serious consideration and pulling that calculator out and taking a look at the real cost for you to change that mortgage. Well, thank you for coming to uh, Golf Life Now. This is a service of Logan Anderson, LLC, or Gulf Coastal Realtors. We are in the business in the Mississippi Gulf Coast of selling people and properties and helping them sell their own properties and working with investors. We are on the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast, so there are a lot of properties here available, and this is one of the lowest cost places in the country to buy property, and particularly to retire. So I would encourage you to read some of the articles on our website. You might want to check another website called retirecoast.com, R-E-T-I-R-E-C-O-A-S-T.com, where there are lots of articles about retiring on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Well, thank you for coming to our podcast, and please visit our website, as I mentioned, Logan, L-O-G-A-N-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-L-L-C.com.